Constructing your life is about much more than just building a bank account. Each week, join real estate entrepreneur and mindset coach Austin Linney as he interviews guests who are constructing their dream lives and impacting the world around them on a daily basis. If you're an entrepreneur or wanting to start a business, or you just want to hear motivating stories of how others have overcome the odds, you are in the right place. And now for your host, Austin Linney. Guys, welcome. So glad to have you here. Guys, we've had so many great entrepreneurs, investors, amazing people sharing their story. And what we wanted to do after 200, 230 plus episodes is we wanted to bring back some of the best pieces of advice and short clips to create a power-packed podcast where you can gain a ton of knowledge in a short amount of time. So what we've done here is we've created a greatest of episode, and we really hope that you enjoy us our little picking from the best things that we've heard in the Construct Your Life podcast. So enjoy. And um, for anybody that's sitting on the fence or anybody that is thinking about getting in the game, what's your advice to to anybody listening to this? Um, honestly, it just starts small. Be focused. Get that first deal out of the way because that's like the hardest part of you know being involved in real estate. And then from there, you just got to be consistent and focused. I would say even before that, um, just get out there and start making offers. Honestly, the biggest thing that people don't really understand is when you're trying to get into real estate, you have to understand the game and you have to actually start making offers on properties to see if you can get it. If you can't sit at home and analyze deals, analyze deals, analyze deals, you have to actually go out there. I know a lot of people that want to get into real estate, but they haven't even talked to a real estate agent yet. Yeah. Maybe put a couple of offers in. So I would say just take that step to put an offer in, even if it goes a low ball offer. Go and, and get rid of that first feeling, first offer feeling, basically. And and don't uh, and don't hang around us because we're gonna make you buy property. But because I gotta tell you this story, y'all gonna love this. Yeah. So my boy Ruben, who runs a marketing agency and and just bought his first Airbnb, he's an agent investor. Mm-hmm. Where he starts a clubhouse room uh, like three days ago, and uh, I was just like saw him in there, and I was like, I'll pop in, like I was like working out or something. We get to talking about life. I was just asking him about like, hey, you know, what are you doing? My my boy saw me from L.A. So my boy is an off-market specialist who does 60 to $160 million off-market apartment deals. His first deal as a licensed agent was $60 million. Wow. And so he was on the beach in California. So he pops on. We get to talk about life. Well, this kid rolls in there. Didn't even know what he was like. He just rolls in there. 26 years old, engineer out of Texas. Yeah. Two and a half years, he's been analyzing real estate deals. Oh my gosh. So for an hour and a half, you got he, he, he's got me, my boy who's doing $100 million deals and Ruben giving him advice. Yeah. And I like lit it at the end. I was like, I got all charged up and I was like, I was like, fucking buy real estate. I was like, stop being a put. I was like, you make 80 grand a year. You got an 800 square score. I'm like, let's fucking go. I'm like, I was like, just, I was fucking going crazy. Right. It's like my 30th call of the day. Yeah. So, yeah. so funny enough from, from clubhouse the day before he met my buddy, Andreas, right. Who works for Diego down here. Yeah. And so long story short, I get a fucking DM last night. This son of a bitch put an offer in on a house last night. Wait for it. He said, the lender said, my credit's so good. My goal in a month is to buy a second house. Wow. Amazing. And I'm thinking to myself, like, he clicking on that button. Yeah. Like, 
You don't know, man. You just got to keep pushing forward. People just need like a boost of confidence. Uh, Maybe they're not surrounded by the right people around them. You know, Mm -hmm. like we weren't in the beginning. Everybody around us did not do real estate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're surrounded by people like that, your goals are probably not going to be higher. You know, so the moment we came to Nashville and we just started surrounding ourselves with only real estate people, the mo- that moment we're like, wow, I mean, we would see people getting deals and it was like a good jealousy going on. Like, I need yeah. to do that. Like, I need to do more. I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. So well, when you're surrounded by the right people, you know, for sure. And something I'm glad that this is the reason I have the podcast, because I want to ask you somebody further along in business and somebody that I respect opportunities are coming right now that are things that I've wanted for a long time, like are like projects that I've wanted to take on. But as I, as I, as I, as I don't jump at everything and I I stand back and look at things, I'm very cognizant of how taking on that project or or that new situation is going to shift my lifestyle, uh, which I cultivated and created over painless months to make sure that I'm hundred percent content in what I do. If I don't want to work Fridays, what would you say to somebody that for the first time in a long time is having those opportunities being laid at their feet? You know, how do, how do you walk away from money like that, that, you know, even though it might, you have to like, I don't know, create abundance in your mind and say like, there's more out there. If it doesn't, well, you know, it's funny. Cause I just had a conversation with a really good friend of mine and a business partner, somebody that you have talked to recently. And, you know, I said, hey, Bruce, you know, I've got my YouTube channel and it's going really well and it's growing faster than I thought people reaching out to me, you know, to be to, for coaching and for mentoring. It's like, hey, that's great. So where he is right now, he's young, you know, he's uh, under 30 years old. And when somebody is offering to give you five, ten, twenty thousand dollars to coach or mentor them, you're right. It's like, whoa. What I try to do for him is say, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I don't, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, but please don't be blinded by the money. Cause I've, I've been down that road. You know, you take things on, you're like, oh my God, somebody's going to give me $20,000 in, you know, one check. Now I'm going to work for them for a year, maybe, but still I get it all at once. And it's hard to say no to that, especially, you know, somebody like me that came out of retail, grew up poor, you know, that's hard to say no to, but you start to learn that your time is exceptionally valuable. And mm-hmm. even if you, you know, amortize out that $20,000 and let's say it averages out to $500 an hour, mm-hmm. you know, that's a million bucks. If you were to make that on a full-time job, how do you say no to that? Well, it's, it's taken up so much of my time and, and I love helping people, but it's keeping me from other things that truly fulfill me. I love to help people. I love to teach but when I have to teach because I have to teach, it's a different thing, right? I want flexibility. I want freedom. And when I'm beholden to others, even though it's 20, maybe even $40,000, you know, that comes with a lot of obligation. And again, it's not that he shouldn't do it, but I try to help him see that, look, there are bigger things out there for you. Your personality is such that I think it would serve you better to do other things. You've got ways to, you know, make $100,000 an hour with what you're yep. doing. So yep. Just try to give people perspective. And mm-hmm. when people start to reach out like that to you, when you start to grow a name, a personal brand and a presence in your, uh, in your industry, a lot of it boils down to ego. Oh my God, look at this people. I matter. And somebody's willing to give me 20,000. Of course the ego says, yeah, got to take that. That's an affirmation that, Hey, I made it. 
try it. You know, maybe it's good for you. Maybe it's not good for you, but go into it with an open mind, keep an open mind throughout this and don't just be doing it because, Oh, that 20,000 is nice, but I hate doing it. But that $20,000, but I hate walk away. If you hate mm-hmm. it, it's, it's wild. Cause I'm, I'm, I, it's amazing to me how many times I bring people on that I don't know too well on this podcast and we align. So I was always the lone wolf. Like I was the the number one sales guy. And as I've got older, dude, I love teaching. And I never thought I would be that guy. And, you know, partner with my wholesale business partner, he's a young kid. And even, even he's like, I just love teaching people. And it's like, cause like, it's almost like you're strong enough to like get through this because what I've learned about commercial, this is when I first got in the business, man, you have to be patient. (laughs) I mean, these, these deals take forever and you're young and you're hungry. And I know commercial agents that just start out that maybe wait a year and a half for the first deal. And so what were you telling yourself when you're young, you're hungry and you just, you want to shake the world and these deals just move at a snail's pace. (laughs) Um, it's always, always been, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's a very cyclical business. Like I, I'm not too concerned about the crap that, you know, the economy is going through right now because I've been prepared, you know? And so, uh, having that mentality has been, has been huge, uh, surrounding myself with quality mentors who, who care about me has been a game changer for me. Um, always finding ways to, to get educated. Even right now, I'm actually, um, reading a significant amount of books and I'm, I'm, I'm taking a new course about capital raising, mm-hmm. uh, an online course. So I try to chip away at that every day. Um, so just always, you know, we're always moving forward, you know, and, and, and pivoting every once in a while, like right now, uh, instead of, you know, focusing on raising capital, I'm not raising capital at this particular moment. So what I'm doing is I'm working on my business, not in my mm. business. What I mean by that is podcasts and marketing. And we were scraping the entire marketing plan that we've been using and starting fresh with a new company that kind of, that's going to take us to the next level. And um, there's always something to do or learn or connect or build relationships. And this there's I never, I can, I can never claim to like have nothing to do. Yeah. It's interesting. I just got off three coaching calls and it's, you're, you're not, you're not removing negativity. You're not removing obstacles. You're not removing the world shutting down. But what you're doing, I think, in what you're alluding to is you're cultivating a mindset that can adapt to those situations and, and be surrounded by the right amount of people. And I think that's what you've done with the, with the Fierce Network. And that's what you've done with your work and all your entrepreneur stuff. And isn't that really what it's all about at the end of the day? I mean, just creating a mindset that can take on anything, right? I mean, because I, I don't know if it's just you or your network, but, you know, pe- there's people around me, regardless of what's happening out there, they're thriving right now. You know, maybe maybe they're looking at it as they're able to spend more time with their families and, 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 and be there for their kids and stuff like that. So it really is about the way you look at it, Correct. Correct. It is the way you look at it. It's the, even when things seem dark and dismal, how do you, how do you separate and kind of weed through what that is to pull out those dark things that might be able to serve you? 
So for example, when I talk about adversity advantage, it comes from a space of me as an entrepreneur looking back at all the different things and occurrences that have happened within my short lifetime and thinking, well, what was this all for? Why? And in really diving deep into, okay, all of this couldn't have happened for nothing. So how can I pull out something I can use? Now, I went from Salvation Army to PhD because that's what I, I knew as a way to get out. That's how I knew how to get out of the circle of poverty. That's how I knew how to get out of the circle of abuse. Um, and then realizing and looking back um, through the different networks and people that I've met. So One Life Fully Lived introduced me to amazing humans who want to give back. And then that connected me and that was a door to further um, networks and groups in order to challenge my mindset and also um, elevate what the possibilities were for me. So someone coming from a mindset and a perception, like you just said, it's about perception, um, where I've experienced sexual abuse from both men and women. I have experienced emotional and physical abuse uh, most of my, well, all of my childhood, um, and then on to my adult life as well. And looking back and trying to figure out, okay, there has to be somewhere, not saying that the occurrences were right, but there has to be somewhere that what happened to me was happening for me. And how can I flip that script around it? So looking back and kind of mind mapping that from a from a removed perspective, I had uh, a mother who struggled with mental illness and the ups and the downs and the all arounds. And sometimes it was really, really good. And sometimes it was really, really bad. In dealing with the, um, the emotional sways of the ups and the downs, and then thinking back on that and thinking, Rather than a, a mindset of why me, and I'm not saying that all the things that happened were right, but I'm saying how can I, I pull some type of advantage from it? And what I've learned is that I'm extremely resourceful. And in that, I've been able to figure out like, how to feed my little sister and how to um, make something out of nothing how to, to be in a room where there's a lot of perhaps emotion or stress and I'm the calmest one in the room that can think clearly. So those are advantages to a very chaotic upbringing. Same thing with um, living in low-income housing, being on food stamps, trying to escape the circle of poverty. Um, you have to sit down and take a deep breath and think about, all right, I want a better life for my daughter. I want to be able to um, self-sustain. And how do I do that? 
Well, looking back on my life and in, in figuring out how to be resourceful, figuring out how to, um, you know, when you have nothing, you get pretty darn resourceful. And so uh, I was able to escape the circle of poverty through resourcefulness and identifying that, you know, what are the advantages? And through doing that, escaping the circle of poverty and the circle of abuse, I was able to add that to my resume of being resourceful as a business strategist, as building systems and turning businesses around. Because when you have nothing, you get pretty crafty at figuring out how to get something. And so therefore, I aligned my college education with um, and strategy with my own life skills to see the picture differently and build successful systems. So I've been able to turn nonprofits around who were losing money in order to make it so that it's their most profitable, um, make their most profitable years. So you get the first couple of deals under contract. You know, talk about from a new investor or a new agent in those first, you know, eight months, nine months, what are the one, two, three, four things that they need to be focused on to, to stay in their lane and get success? What do you think are those rock bed foundational tasks they need to be doing? I would say for sure to get a team. Firstly, that's so important. And I attribute a lot of that to the success of that, that I've had. Um, I mean, we've touched a lot of it being with like-minded individuals, reaching out to agents that are killing it and asking them what they do and what they would change if they could. That's what I would do. I would listen to a podcast every day. I legit did this for like two months. Every day I'd listen to real estate rock stars with Aaron Amuchastegui. Every agent that was on it, I would send them a text and get on a call with them and ask them what they recommend I do. I did that for like two months and I met a lot of great people and got great advice. Mm -hmm. So get advice from the best, join a team and then ask your friends. It's like, dude, what do you think I am great at? Ask five really, really good friends, write those top three things down and you're going to see a common denominator. When you see that Mm -hmm. common denominator, it's like, Hey, maybe you're an analytical person or something. Okay. Start focusing a lot on the analytical people and maybe create spreadsheets or something that adds value to those people to where they'll start going with you as a realtor. So focus on your strengths and ask friends because you might, you might not really see what you're great at, but your friends. Guys, we just wanted to make this episode to thank each and every one of those amazing guests that we've had on that have come in to share their story and share their insights and their knowledge with everything that they brought to the podcast and it's their stories and their gifts and their times that they're spending that uh, create this amazing podcast that we have. And we thank you listeners for listening to each and every one of you. And if you haven't gone and gave us a review, drop a review, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel so we can continue to share this amazing message that you're trying to construct a life that is yours and yours alone. So thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next time.
Thank you for listening to Construct Your Life with Austin Lenny. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to start constructing your life by taking immediate action on what you learned. For show notes, resources, and more information on one-on-one coaching with Austin, visit constructyourlifepodcast.com.